Let's pray. Welcome to another episode of Lunch Break. <laughs> Only one of those voices sounded good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's、Thanks. because. <laughs> Lunch Break. Welcome to another episode of Lunch Break. <laughs> Only one of those voices sounded good. Yeah, yeah, and that's、Thanks. because <laughs> that's because we have a singer in the building. We have Travis Atreo. Thanks for having me, guys. Of、yeah. course, first time on Lunch Break. First time. Yeah, we're having <laughs> Vietnamese food today. Some rice、oh、plates.、Gosh. It's so bomb. Yeah. Yeah, we've known Travis for a really long time,、um, and he's been involved、yeah. in like. Well, a lot of the Wang Fu world already in many different ways. Yeah, on one in many different names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, the, the, I still remember you as Travis Graham、mm-hmm. as part of New Heights, the band. That's right. Somewhere along the way, Graham became a Treo. That's、yeah. true. Like a、yeah. typo, easy typo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're so similar, right? No, but Treo、uh, is is actually my first name. So, like Filipino families have always hyphenated. Their kids' names. Oh, is that why there's so many like AJs? Yes. KJs. One hundred percent. Me and my brothers, we all have hyphenated first names. So my first legal name is Travis Hyphenatreo. Oh. And I always thought, oh, that'd be a really cool like name. Because Atreo sounds like a last name. Does it? It does. I mean, to、oh, to, to, to non-Filipinos. Do you have a middle name? <laughs> yeah, and which is Erilyn, which is my mom's maiden name. Erilyn. Yeah. That sounds like a. Elves name. Yeah, yeah you could have been tra- <laughs> Travis Erwin. We brand right、I、now.、Can. You just released your new album, Love Drunk. Yeah. Congratulations, and you've made a lot of music for Wang Fu, actually. That's true. Yeah. Do you remember the first one that you worked on with us? Was that with、uh, Ki Hong? She has a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. That was that, yeah, well,、oh, that was. Man. I remember that phone call because you were like, "Can you add more?"、Uh, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the word was, but I was like, "Yeah," and I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> what, what are you talking you about? You did it. And then was the next time we basically just put you in front of camera. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I was shocked when you were like, "Do you act?" I'm like, "This is the first time that he's ever asked me that." Because I'm like, usually when you text me and you're like you're doing something, I'm like making music. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, uh. Kind, I mean, music video. Oh, that's what I probably said to you. Yeah, music、oh, video right, act. Right. And then I remember like talking right, like to Ali and being like, "Oh, they want me to act." And she's like, "It'll be fine." I'm like, "And you didn't realize that?" We're talking about crossing point. Yeah. In case you have, in, in case this whole time you've been seeing his face and you're like trying to place him, he was in crossing point with opposite、Dia. of another with musician. Dia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wong was known for taking people that are not actors and just. Forcing them to act.、Yeah. <laughs> we take dancers and make them act. We take musicians, make them act. We take like vloggers, accountants, we, beauty gurus,、yeah. accountants, <laughs> accountants. Everyone can act. No, know. that was awesome. Was, you know, I'm、yeah. still waiting for Crossing Point the musical. Oh, <laughs> you if you can write songs for it, and the anthem, the theme, like that, that, that goes throughout the whole thing is called "Which Way Did the Pen Go?" Yes. Yes, right. That's very Disney.、Yeah. Which way did the pen go? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> will we ever know? Yeah, that's there. Na, 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 na. Okay, I will hear it. We have to start.、Off. Okay, let's do it asap. I think I found your new project. Okay. <laughs> well, we first have to. No one will ask for this. We, I think it's great because you, you three are also in a very pivotal point in your relationships. It's、mm-hmm. like crossing points. Oh、afraid. yeah, you all three 
are engaged. Got engaged last year. Yeah. All together. Yeah, to each other. Yeah, to each other. Mm-hmm. The first, the first <laughs> time in human history. <laughs> what would that look like on the on the crossing point graph? All your gra- all your lines. Yeah. Like, or like, if you get engaged with someone, what does that mean? You guys are just. Does that mean technically you're just? You just one line. Yeah, you're just one line. <laughs> no, no. They, yeah, it you is. You guys have yeah. like. No. You guys still have. Well, I think what I think what it would be is your line reaches to a certain point and then it becomes like zigzaggy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like given the, day, yeah, the time of the for day, sure. you're like, oh, I really am not. Like, I'm really pissed off. <laughs> okay, I'm really happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but then you guys like when you have kids, you guys go down together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both hate each other yeah. at the same time. Yeah. 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 And then the kids' line is. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the like kids' a, line is like over here. It's crayon. It's like drawing on the walls. <laughs> no, I'm really happy for you. So, um, Thanks, your fiance is the wonderful Ali Maki. Mm-hmm. Ali Maki. Maki, excuse me, because <laughs> Maki is a uh, like uh, sushi, sushi right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she, it's true. She brought it up before. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of her favorite. She's been on lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> I said it like an American. Like technically, my last name's um, Wong, but people say Wang. Do they really? I, I mean, it is, I mean, I don't blame them. It's I mean, history. still people call me Atreo. At, Atreo. There's so many different ways. Where's the other two guys? A, yeah. a is one of those ah. letters. Sorry. <laughs> that was awesome. I just got Oh, it. that was great. I'm oh, sorry. That was awesome. <laughs> sorry. Travis Atreo. Atreo. That's the dad joke of the day. Okay. Hashtag that. Ali uh, is also part of the Wong Fu world. Yes. I, I, like, yes. We met her before you. Yeah, yeah, you guys knew her way. Yeah, man. I I think the first thing we ever did with her was um, recess court. Oh yeah, she was in company car. Oh, and she was also in Creepers Romantic. Romantic. Hilarious. She's been a huge supporter of us for a very long time. So, I mean, now she's in Toy Story Four. Yeah. She's in a Marvel show. It's true. You guys are an amazing creative power couple. Oh, thank Um, you. Are you excited to get to that? The next, next level. The next level. We're kind of at this point where we're like, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've been together for so long and it just felt, it feels right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a forced thing at all. It, it just feels like, yeah, we should take that next step. But you guys are, you guys are so busy right now because she's shooting, you know, constantly and you're about to go on tour, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, are, you, where are you planning on going? I signed a distribution deal with, um, with Warner Music Philippines in oh. September. What's great about that is, uh, you know, I tell artists all the time, just keep your masters, like, hold on to your master as much as you can because mm-hmm. that's really where your power is. They have a deal with them, they market uh, worldwide and especially, you know, Southeast Asia where a lot of like the majority of my fan oh, base yeah. is, you know. I'll be going, doing a promotional tour um, in April, going to Manila, doing, supposed to be doing like TV shows. Oh, wow. shoot. Performances and then we go to Jakarta uh, to do kind of the same thing. Are you going to be doing any um, U.S. domestic North Americans? Shows? Uh, we're planning an LA show right now um, in April before we go, mm-hmm. and then planning a tour for uh, summer and fall around the US. Oh, was it last year that you did like this thing called a house tour? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, so right. cool. Yeah, Can so, you explain that to me, like how that works? Because I was like totally. so fascinated. It was re- this really cool concept that um, Amanda, she's uh, on, on the team as well. Her friend wrote a book about doing a house tour tour and she and she's been doing it every year with her husband mm-hmm. for like like every summer for the past like five years okay and it's really lucrative for them i was like oh we should do this because especially growing up filipino you there's so many house parties that you go yeah, to every yeah. weekend and then you know growing up in the church too so there's like house parties and then there's bible studies and then there's music and then, so there's just like all these weekly activities oh okay and so we we're talking about it we we're like we should just take that concept mm-hmm. and then because if 
you know, the fan base and the support is already there. Let's just go. You literally go to someone like a house. Yeah. What so if they don't have the equipment, the seating. Oh, like... so I bring all the gear. Okay. Yeah. I have like a mobile rig and oh. then we bring it and then they're responsible for the, the invites because it's, it's so it's private yeah. unless they want it to be public. But yeah, so then they're, they're in charge of, of you know, bringing all their friends and family and stuff. Oh. And at the end of the night, they, you know, we ask kind of like for a little donation type thing. Because oh, it's, it's free and oh. everything that I do with my music is all about, like, for me, building bridges and building community. Mm. And I mean, that's something that I look up to you guys so much for is that, you know, business has changed in that sense where it's not like, it's not about trying to convince anybody to buy a product. It's just like, you just want to foster community and mm -hmm. help people and give them opportunities, you know, so. It helps when they buy a product though, something. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so we can create more products. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna do this, are you gonna do it for Love Drunk? The hope is to do like a tour and then do a venue and then the next morning go and play a house show mm. at, you know, at uh, whatever city I'm in. Then we can kind of double up and, yeah. you know, again, it's all just about creating that experience because, you know, being an artist on YouTube uh, and being like a YouTube musician is, is amazing and I'm so thankful for it. But the thing that you do miss out on is just kind of that, you know, what happens when it's like live. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of exchange of energies and mm -hmm. just, you know, the, the everyone there. And I used to tour with New Heights and stuff yeah. and we used to play live, and especially the ISAs and yeah. stuff back in the day. And I'm just excited to get back out on the road. And I feel like that's what I've been itching to do since like I started doing this as a solo career mm. thing. That's so true. It's very relatable for us too because like we, we don't get that up many opportunities to like go out and like see the fans too. Right, um, right. And then when you do, it's like, man, like you kind of miss it. Like that energy is something that whenever we come back from tour, like we're so invigorated. Yeah. Cause getting the physical, tangible, like <laughs> tangible sounds like we're like, touching. <laughs> we're, we're touching them. Like, <laughs> oh, you're, you watch this. <laughs> face to face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really does motivate you and inspire you in a different way. You know, it's easy to, to get lost in the number game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, cause you're trying to figure things out, trying to figure out the next move, what's working, what's not. Yeah. But then you, you know, it's just a good reminder of like, man, like this is really, what a, what a job, you know? Right. Like what a job that we get to do. So speaking of travel, you, you probably have like a lot of travel stories or a lot of <laughs> preferences when it comes to travel. Yes. And I want to get your thoughts on some of these things. Yeah, what, what do you check and what do you carry on? Yeah, you have a lot of gear. Yes, gear yeah. Well, you guys too. No. No. <laughs> no. We're doing speaking yeah. engagements. Our, our, right. our events are super easy for us, like technically speaking. Really? Because we, we, we don't show anything. We're not like shooting anything live, you know? Yeah, I do bring a lot of gear. Like I, like I have this rack with me that has like kind of my in-ears and my interface and mm -hmm. stuff and I'm too scared to check it so I have to bring it with me. And then the guitar has to be carried on too, right? Well, now I have a flight case for it so I usually check my guitar now mm -hmm. but yeah, if you, okay. if you don't have one, yeah, do, do not check it if you don't have a flight what, case. What, what makes the flight case, is just harder? Or yeah, or yeah, it's like a, like think of a Pelican. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I was watching like David So's story the other day. Mm -hmm. He was talking about, or people are kind of divided about reclining seats. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah. This is huge on Twitter. So there's someone that had the last seat on the plane and it, that one can't recline, right? Uh -huh. So the lady in the one before reclined, the guy behind her, just kept punching her seat. Oh, and what? She, she was recording, she's like, and she just was taking it. You know, she's like, I'm not gonna, you know, back Oh my down. gosh, wow. And literally on Twitter, like people are like arguing about who's right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm curious, like what? What are her stances? So half the country, the, the lower people, <laughs> the blue and gold, uh, the blue and mm -hmm. 
whatever vans. The Team Johns and the Team Peters. Okay, they're saying you should be respectful of the other person's space and like and not recline. Like it's like so selfish to say, oh, I want to be comfortable, so I'm gonna make someone else uncomfortable. Yeah. The other people are like, I paid for this seat. Yeah. Like it's my right to do that. Right. Right. And yeah. And, and that, that guy, guy had a choice. He of, bought the bad seat. Yeah, and that's just his fault. And so people are like, oh, look, this is what's wrong with America. Everyone's so selfish. And then the other people are like, this is what's wrong with America. Everyone expects people to like do things for them. You know? They're both arguing. Valid points. I think you're allowed to recline. Yeah. But I wouldn't recline that much. Airline seats don't even recline that far. That's <laughs> true. So like that's you're literally true. like, Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so people are like, oh, I can't believe you. He, they would get in each other's space. I'm like, dude, it's really not that bad. You, you should definitely just like peek over your shoulder and make sure like their head's not in a weird spot. Or, so that's the thing. They the don't guy, have like a laptop or food. Because I had somebody recline yeah, you're right. and like Sam. almost crack my laptop. Screen. Sam, that fast? It was like yeah, really fast? Yeah, it was really fast. Like, oh, Because airlines have become so... You know they've they've changed like since mm -hmm. like we were young, so yeah. there's actually less space now. Right. So I feel like that's now why it's an issue because before it was never an issue. Oh, but now like explain the airlines. Yeah. yeah, because I mean you know now they have like so many different zones and stuff that you yeah. can choose yeah. from. For me, I mean because I I did it once. I was I was coming back and then I I laid back because I was exhausted and then this guy behind me goes, "Uh, you comfortable?" Oh my god! <laughs> and I go, "What?" And like this was like you know three in the morning or something or. Exhausting. You comfortable? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I, when so it's like that when he way. said it, I, I, you know, I got up a little bit. No, uh, no. See, I, fine. If they're gonna be a dick but, about it, but oh. he fell asleep in the night. Just uh. <laughs> when it's like nighttime and like they turn the lights down, it's like you, yeah. Everyone recline your seats. Everyone go to sleep. Right. If you're at a seat at concert and someone stands, it's like, well. I guess I'll stand. I gotta stand. And, and, and then it's a ripple effect. Yeah. Right? It is. Yeah. That's what I think about like standing ovations. It's like, yeah, you got a standing ovation. But like, how much of it was because of that? <laughs> yeah, how much of it was just <laughs> <laughs> real? How much of it was people just wanting to see? I've been on the receiving side, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, I'm just like, yeah, like, that, that is your right. It's not my right to say you can't do that. Yeah, that's right? my problem with it. But at the same time, I will be, I, w I will feel bad when I do it. So yeah. actually what I normally do is I, I'll look if other people in the same road did it. That's the thing, right? You don't want to be the only chair popping out? Yeah, Because yeah, it yeah. looks yeah. weird. This Lushmake just went through totally completely <laughs> into this debate. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, similar to this though, and I feel like there's a general consensus on mm. this. If you're on a window at aisle seat, because that's, I'm guessing, you don't pref you don't try to get the center seat, right? I'm guessing. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So, if you get, if you're on the window aisle, someone sits on the middle, do you forfeit the armrest to them? Oh, no. What? What do you mean? I never think about it. And then afterwards I feel really bad. Yeah, you should. I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, and then I've gotten a guy where he's like knocked my arm off. I'm like, oh jeez. Knock your arm off. My bad. I feel like center, you are entitled to both because the window you get a little room, you get to lean, and then I you get a little bit of leg room. I do agree. Too, right? I do agree. I've, I've thought about this many times like where, um, just have, having the open conversation in the beginning, it's awkward, but it's like, hey, it's okay if we touch. Because I feel like sometimes people don't want They're like, what? Arms, Ooh, arms. That might be awkward. Because yeah. <laughs> actually, if, if you're just trying to get a little bit of like rest, mm -hmm. you could share. But what if they're like, one. no, it's not okay if we touch. Then, then at least, then that's fine. But like, yeah, like. Like you're telling them, it's okay if we touch. <laughs> but like, I, yeah. I've never done arms. it. I've never done it. I want to ask you guys this, because people are complaining about it online. Mm -hmm. um, it's standing up in the aisle once the plane lands. Mm. Like a lot of people are anti that. Yeah. And I do that. <laughs> I think it's totally okay. Yeah. But um, 
kind of one your, your guys' take? I prefer the aisle seat for that reason. Mm. Just so you can stand I, I like, like to 15, stretch. 15 I, minutes I, you know. a little bit longer earlier? It's mainly like to prevent people from actually like shooting past you and, and trying to get squeezed past you. Oh. You want to clog the, the exit. People think they people do that because they want to cut past people to exit. Oh. The plane. It's oh, really? like merging. Okay. Everybody, you've got a zipper. Well, so Even here's the thing. The... If I do stand, I'll stand within, within my seat. I, don't, I won't go into the aisle. Mm. That's kind of weird. Well, if you're on the aisle,